0: It gets better cause it has to get better. We're all made of human. So you probably don't know Ross Bell uh, because she's... She's not a comedian. She's not really a public person per se. She runs uh, some lovely comedy nights in, uh, in north of England. And she's, uh, she's, I guess she's a fat activist as well. Uh, she, she used to run a blog, but it's not that active anymore. We talk about all of this in, in the episode. Uh, what she is, is one of my closest friends. I, uh, I love her to bits. And what happened was when I first started the Mopad, uh, I interviewed her as the very first person. I didn't know what the moped was going to be. I didn't know what I wanted it to to become and what I wanted it to 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 uh, to include. And all I knew was that someone like Ross fit every single aspect of what I wanted uh, for the like the beginning of it. And what happened was, uh, <laughs> so I couldn't find the recording, and it, like it was in another folder, and I don't know why. I mean, and I'm—I feel so bad now because Ross is probably going to listen to this. So I couldn't find the recording, and I felt like such an idiot. So I—I um, I told her that the recording was broken, and <laughs> and now I found it because I, in the same way as I released the uh, Tom Ballard episode, I found in the same folder was uh, Ross Bell's episode, and I listened through it and I thought, you know, this won't be relevant now. It's it's in September. But you know what, I, I just think there's some, she says so much important stuff that I really think we need to um, to still hear. So this will feel a bit like a dated episode, you know, which you can tell by the fact that I, um it, this is the first time I ever phrase the last question, the baby question. And you can tell that's the moment I'm making it up. And it's not, I mean, it's not like I've learned to do it better since then. So this is an, a special episode. And I, you know, I I I love Rasta bit, and I would have her on again. Uh, but this is the first time I've had someone on who's not, you know, s- some sort of uh, performer, I guess. But she's still great and uh, and lovely, and I love her to bits. So uh, I'm sure you'll like the episode. Uh, just know that this is before. I mean, this is ages ago. First time ever recording. Uh, an episode for the part. And a big apology to Ross if she hears this. I'm sorry I lied. I just felt like such a twat that I hadn't, I thought I hadn't recorded it. Uh, I mean, <laughs> oh, I love her. You'll love her too. So I'll uh, quickly just tell you some things. Um, there's like two, two or three tickets left for the recording of my show Shimmer Shatter in London at the Phoenix Artists Club on uh, Monday uh, on the 13th. At six PM, okay. So if you want to get in there, uh, email me and I'll send you the ticket link, and you can you can come and see the, the filming of this uh, of my show. Uh, if you email me at madeofhumanpodcast at gmail.com. and uh, you know, and everyone's always emailing me saying, "I bet there's no tickets left," but you know, don't assume that. There, there might be. You can always. Uh, I said this on the, <laughs> I said this on the podcast last week that I wanted people to email me. And I, th- I think that was a bit broad because I've gotten so many extremely lovely and heartwarming emails from people just telling me the best things, and I and I love it. And I'm trying to answer all of them, but there's there's quite a lot, and I'm I'm moved. And I don't know, you know, it's this it's a very hectic time at the moment. I'm touring in Denmark, and it's just uh, you know I haven't had the time to properly sit down and answer most of you, but. What I'm trying to say is, what I meant by <laughs> what I meant by email me, is you know, is there something we I can share on the podcast? You know, I can't sit here and be like, so a listener said, you are great, you know. So, but I did get one email, and of course, you're anonymous if you want to be. <clears throat> I got an uh, an anonymous email, and um, I just want to quickly read it to you because I loved this. So, I met a girl when I was about 17. We had a few dates, but somehow things never really got started. She ditched me, but we stayed in touch when she went away to college, exchanging letters, because that's how long ago it was, meeting up once in a blue moon. I loved her unconditionally for 25 years. Finally, when we were both in our early 40s and both unattached, we got together. It lasted one day. Next time we met, we argued horribly, things soured, and we'd barely spoken since. But we had our afternoon in the sun, the memory of which I shall always treasure. But the thing is, looking back, she cast a long shadow over 25 years of my life and a shadow over all of my other relationships during that time. I wonder if she hadn't always been there, just in the corner of my eye, whether life might have turned out differently. Isn't that lovely? I love that. it just I don't know, it just makes me think about all of the what-ifs I have in my own head. I thought, oh yeah, you know, sometimes you know, we never know, and how much of it is an illusion, and how much should we just live? And I just really love that, so that's the kind of stuff I want because that is beautiful and and wonderful. So, uh, <laughs> I mean, feel free to email me whatever you want, but uh, if it's anything that I could possibly share, uh, email me also at madeofhumanpodcast at gmail dot com. And, uh, and I'll try and get back to all of you, but it's, I mean, it's really chaotic. I'm recording this on the day, on the Wednesday I'm releasing it, which is, I never do that. I'm usually a few days ahead. So uh, if you want to see me do shows in London, I'm doing the Soho Theater in May. You can go to Theatre.com and get tickets for that. That's Shimmer Shatter. And it's going to be the last time I ever do it live, ever, because I'm already uh, going to start working on a new show in like a week or so. So, uh, so that's going to be the new thing. And if you want to know, I'm going to, you know, I'm going to tour again. I'm going to tour again this year, like in October, it's far away. And I'm going to do a lot of little preview and work in progress shows uh, all over the country. And if you want to know about any of those, go to sophiehagen.com forward slash newsletter and sign up and I'll let you know. Now, this is quite a bit of a ramble, um, i'm uh i i'm still i'm just i i love i love this podcast i love doing it so much and this has just been a fucking what a fucking week i mean i've been touring and then i started this um fat glorifying uh anti-capitalist feminist activist movement in Denmark called Fed Front. and if you're fat and in Denmark go to philfront.dk and and see how you can can get involved because we need to talk to you and 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 you know create a create a fucking army and it's but I mean I've just been speaking to so many reporters and I've been asked the question you know how dare you like yourself when you're fat so many times there are trolls everywhere and I'm just like get the fuck out of my house like I can't deal with this oh my god I'm what I'm saying is I'm so tired I'm so tired and it's just the most busy week uh, like of my life so uh, <laughs> I, I have loved editing this podcast because it's been a break away from the madness of my life And I'm sure you'll love Ross as well So uh, please uh, just, yeah, just, you know what, just enjoy her Welcome to my podcast Hello, Hello. Um, We met, I want to start this uh, podcast by talking to people about how we met Okay Do you remember?
1: no but I do um I have well did I tell you about having seen you before meeting you
0: no what I remember is getting an email from you where you told me that you were definitely not a creep
1: (laughs) yeah I remember sending that well right okay I saw you at in the audience at ACMS, right? That 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 sounds. Was very i in creepy. the audience. You were watching. Um, oh God. You had like a you had. They were talking to you about something. They were like they would referenced you in the show somehow, and they were like, "Oh, Sophie's there." Well, and you were, you'd said something. What? Yeah, do remember you not remember that. that in Edinburgh? In, yeah, in the stand. No, no, I don't remember that. Was it was it ACMS? It wasn't Honorable Men of Art because I didn't think you were. No, I don't then. know where that is. That was like Kitson and um, Cochrane and
0: oh yeah they wouldn't mention me
1: (laughs) well no so it was yeah you were definitely (laughs) there and and I was like oh that's her because I'd heard about you previously and then then I thought can I and then I caught myself going and then I was like nope she doesn't know me sorry for listeners I was kind of doing that sort of smile and half wave thing (laughs) and then doing the hand and the hair and like trying not to so I was like I don't know why because I'd seen your stuff and I was like yes fat positive person this is cool but then I realized that you didn't know me so like smiling at you and waving from across the room would be really fucking weird so i thought book wow. her to a comedy show that's what you do
0: that's how you make friends that's how
1: yeah well it's you not. Know, well, it didn't work it totally worked yeah we're friends
0: did you consider i don't i'm i i do not remember the exact email but i was like if i had been you in that situation i would yeah. have written in the email that i was fat oh okay do you ever have that do you ever have that where when you see like another fat person who's also fat positive you yeah. kind of want to go oh i'm I get you. We're the same. We're the same. Also
1: I didn't. To be honest, I don't. I don't I mean, know. I did. It would have been, wouldn't it? But I didn't. And I, I just figured, you know, when we met, it'd be fine, and we could talk about fatty stuff, and that would be great. But <laughs> I, um,
0: would, I would realize. But yeah, like dear fellow fat person, I found you through the fat network. But I get I, so like, if if someone emails me and or if, if someone I haven't seen and then I meet them, I realize they they're fat. I just I'm like, oh yes, oh
1: <laughs> the one. There's more of us. There's more of us. <laughs> I'll add you to the guild.
0: It's like when you, if you're on a bus and you see another fat person, I mean, I just the fat person nod. Yeah, <laughs> I've got,
1: I've got the st- uh, the fat stylish person nod that I do, Ooh, which oh is no. also, um, it's, it might also Wait, what's that? look you like I'm coming that? on to people. I don't know. Just when someone looks good and they're bigger than normal, I'm like, and I give them a little nod. A That's
0: terrifying. I know, right? Isn't it? That's like you're just talking about a club that I'm not a member of. Well,
1: now you are, winking.
0: No, you, you, I'm not. I'm, I'm no. wearing a turtleneck. I'm, <laughs> not, I'm obviously not in the cool, well, when fashionist, you, uh, fat person When group. you leave the house, you
1: are. I just, I feel, I really appreciate the amount of effort that it takes to dress nicely as a fat person um, yeah. because people want to sell you a jersey sack. And then they're just like, you put a belt on, that will be great. And I'm like, no, thank you. I'd like to wear actual clothes, please. So when you see people wearing nice clothing and they're bigger than normal straight sizes, then... I try and give them a not weird but acknowledging look
0: yeah i always i, I smile a lot because I'm so happy. I just get so happy when yeah. I see someone who looks like they' they're happy and comfortable yeah. and then but then when I see some who look like like oh, sometimes I see these like uh teenagers like fourteen year old uh girls and there'll be like one fat girl and then the rest of them are like really super skinny mm. and they're like in an h&m mm. and i just want to go over and just hug her and go asos exists <laughs> yeah
1: totally you, you can, do can shopping on the internet <laughs> here are, here are all of the websites you can go to yeah. um here uh, are the two high street shops that you can go to yeah. don't worry about it if you don't like any of the stuff there it, most of it's yeah. gross
0: but it's good walking in knowing that yeah one can... day i can afford this yeah hopefully. i can
1: buy this stuff <laughs> yeah. if i wanted to
0: it's so oh god i feel that's that's almost the worst thing whenever something um like fat stuff happened like if bad things happen people shout at you in the street or something Uh, like that it my mind immediately goes to teenage girls yeah and just knowing that that happens to them but they're not in the same place as i am no totally not like they haven't worked it through yet no absolutely not i
1: wasn't i was not a fat teenager i thought i was fat but oh, yeah? I, I wasn't even I was not even remotely fat if I showed you photographs of me when I was younger um and then you had a conversation with me um before you saw me you'd be like oh this is a fat girl like wow but I I was just was not at all I was really I was actually somebody described me as lanky and I was overjoyed by that which is oh, fucked God. up oh, but like but yeah and you know I am I, um, I guess I've always been a fat person at heart <laughs> but um, but yeah no I wasn't when I was class younger of, so
0: class of fat person. <laughs>
1: So I had all the like the being a nerd thing, but I didn't have the um, being ostracized because I was fat thing, wow. but I've always had massive boobs. So I kind of right. feel like that's the same, that was the same. I always, I just equated the fact that I had big boobs with the fact that I must have been fat wow. and then, um, yeah, it was really weird. And then I got fat in uni and
0: nothing's changed. <laughs> I've never looked back <laughs> since. Oh, that's interesting. Cause, well, I think I, well in, I think I, I feel like saying I was fat when I was a teenager. I I don't think I was... I mean, I wasn't fat, fat. I was... You know, I couldn't... I could sometimes squeeze myself into the biggest H&M size. Right,
1: okay, fair enough.
0: But I felt like a monster, you know, because that's what people tell you that you are. You know, they'll latch you onto that one little thing. Totally. That's wrong with you. And, uh, yeah, I remember... It's so like I, I was just I found my old diary yesterday. Oh God! <laughs> I, know, I was so brought back, but I remember there was so much. For my first boyfriend, like I would always talk to him about it. I was like in my diary I said, so I just revealed to my boyfriend that I have a weight problem. <laughs> like
1: he, he hadn't didn't. noticed before. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god! And I god. wrote like
0: he wants when we have sex. He wants me to take off my tub as if. <laughs> oh my god, that's heartbreaking. But that's when, heartbreaking. I rem- when, I, when I remember, like how much I weighed and how tall mm. I was, like when I because it didn't. Even when I would look at photos, I'm like, I wasn't. I wasn't that fat. I mean, not that that's a, uh, but just like the self hate threat Yeah, totally. fucking hell! Like yeah. now I'm. So much better than that. We feel so much better. Yeah,
1: it's weird, isn't it? It's is really weird. I I remember trying to sell a skirt on um, at school because I didn't want to wear it anymore. I don't know, <laughs> yeah, whatever. And I'd <laughs> written it on the blackboard in um, in our like form classroom thing, saying denim mini skirt size twelve, right? And I was would have been about fourteen or fifteen, but I, I was tall. Size, firstly, a size twelve is just like below yeah. average yeah. now, and you know, I was, but I was, I was tall and then um, everybody else in the class was teeny so that's why like, oh, I, yeah. it was like, I was fat in comparison to other people and I remember somebody had come along and written and added a zero at the end of the <gasps> size 12 thing and I was like oh, oh no, oh, fuck you guys and I can't remember God. how I would re- reacted to it I was really fucked off though um, and I never sold the skirt, it was nice then
0: Oh, that's such a teenager thing. Oh, teenage girls, man. Oh my god, I oh, remember like reading back. Like if I just des- when I describe myself as a teenager, I would describe myself as this. Oh no, I you know I was quite adult for my age. Yeah, well, I was very no. intelligent. Yeah. I had so much self insight. Then I read my diary. I was like, oh fuck,
1: mate. Reading your diary is uh, that's really that's tough. Like I read I read back over an old diary and like I I remember crying onto the, I'd been really upset about something and I, I remember being like I should I should memorialize this and like making sure I cried onto the page like that the yeah. tears actually <laughs> hit oh god, the thing yeah. I was obsessed with fountain pens I had this like green uh ink fountain pen fountain fountain pen I don't know what, which I don't know what it is fountain pen like a cartridge pen you know the fancy ones used for calligraphy and Ooh, stuff yeah and I was writing in that and then it, all the green ink was running and I was like god this is so emo <laughs> It's, it was so embarrassing to read. Like I, I swear to God, I was just I was reading it and I just thought, like, what, what on earth? Um, major props for Richard Herring for doing that on stage in front of people. For, oh,
0: really? He did that?
1: Yeah, a, couple, a few years ago now he did. Um, yeah, he did a show where he was just reading from his diary. It was uh, it was oh, really funny. I love it when people but do that. Super fucking praise.
0: Joel Dommett did that as well. Oh yeah. Oh, so funny! It's so funny. I, I, I remember deciding if I wanted to be with my first. I mean. I want to say boyfriend, (laughs) but it was like we were what thirteen or (laughs) fourteen. It's a boyfriend still. I was so nervous. It was called called Magnus, and he was so uh, he was so beautiful, and we had. Me and my friend had taken electronics at like the, the youth club oh, because cool. all the boys were there, and we didn't huh? want to be like the girls, like whatever the girls were doing, like knitting or whatever. Huh. So we were like one of the boys, so we went and joined this electronics thing. And there was two guys, It was Victor and Magnus, and then Sarah, my friend, took Victor, and then <laughs> took I, <you> know, him. <laughs> Magnus was left. So I was writing Westlife all over all of his notebooks, and he was getting really upset. And I was like, ha ha, Westlife. <laughs> <laughs> and then the four of us started hanging out, and we were at. Victor's place, and him and Sarah were like snogging, and I was like, "Oh my god!" And I'd never kissed anyone before. And then I was like, "Okay, I'm gonna need to be in a relationship with Magnus." Of course, yeah, of course. And so I like insinuated to Victor that I wanted to be in a relationship with this guy. So he took us into the hallway. This is teeny tiny hallway, and Victor said, "Magnus, do you want to be in a relationship with Sophie?" And he said, "Yes." He said, "Sophie, do you want to be in a relationship with Magnus?" I was like, "Yes." And they're like, "You're now a couple." And then oh, he god. left, and we were just standing there, like, "Um, I don't know how to do this." And he was like, "I don't know how to do this." And I was like. Well, I guess then we could just go back in. He's
1: like, yes. <laughs> That's amazing. Did you just sign like a contract? Or? That, was it, that was it. That was it. It was a handshake. A handshake.
0: handshake. And a handshake agreement. Oh my God. And then we, I called him the next day. We'd had like a really good conversation up until then. Like we talked on the phone most days. But then all of a sudden it was just weird. It was like, so. Do you like music? <laughs> yes. What kind of music? Stuff on the radio okay oh god and then Victor called me five days later and said you have to kiss Magnus tomorrow otherwise you're not a real couple and I was uh. like but I'm scared he was like you have to you have to <laughs> i was so scared and I turned up at the youth club and I saw him and I ran and I ran to the bathroom and locked the door and I was like I'm just gonna stay here forever
1: <laughs> the, you went to the bathroom and <clears throat> you bathroom
0: say and I locked the door and I sat there for two hours until Victor came out and said if you don't go out and kiss Magnus right now, he's breaking up with you. <laughs> and I said, "Thank you, thank God." Tell him to break up. With me. <laughs> Amazing. I am too terrified for this. Ah, that is
1: so cool. And now, and now we know where your um, love of public bathrooms exactly. comes from. Yeah. That's I, so it's cool. the first
0: time I hid in the public toilet, and I was so scared. And Man I remember the a boy because I was I was the loser <clears throat> at school. But then the neck, and he was from another school, so he didn't know. <laughs> That's how you get <laughs> <Tricked> them. <laughs> so and then that weekend he got drunk for the very first time, and so everyone at the party at the youth school that other uh, that, uh, youth club that he'd uh, been in a relationship with me so oh, yeah. I remember going to school on Monday and everyone were like you've been with Magnus and I was like oh yeah well I broke up with him so <laughs> 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 didn't want to kiss him to discuss things
1: <laughs> there you go that's your five seconds of being cool until you admit yeah. the real reason and everyone goes ah no it's still a loser, yeah. still a loser. Yeah.
0: I still I, I still want to kiss him is that wrong
1: do you know what he looks like now he's still he's still friends oh,
0: well he, he's not on facebook i hope, oh, i hope otherwise I he's on facebook and has blocked me so i'm assuming he's not on facebook yeah let's Why? say he's not on facebook i don't think he's on facebook uh, but he uh he went on interrail when he had facebook like 10 years ago he was on interrail and i saw the photos and it is really? oh my god still good looking so good looking <laughs> so if he, you've
1: played the long game, mate. Maybe he's ready now, you know.
0: Oh, yeah. I just need to... I mean, I Google him, like, once a month <laughs> see if he's on Facebook.
1: Like, as a rule, you go like, checklist of shit to do monthly. Google Maps. First
0: of July. Let's do this. <laughs> his family has a website where they put up, like, family photos. Oh. <laughs> so sometimes I can go see... Oh, yeah, His sister's engaged. Let me go see the engagement oh, party. Well, on. now I'll never kiss him if he listens to this. Were you... Yeah. Were you? So were you cool? No, you weren't. You said you were a nerd yeah but that was, was before a, nerd became cool yeah
1: i was a muse i was a music nerd i liked music a lot um but then like i don't know i i i went to this private school so all of the cool people had been to the prep school so they were all like rich and their dad's own villages and all this <laughs> shit and then and I, so i never really i never really felt like one of the cool people and because i always felt fat i was just like whatever and i kind of went into the outcast role and i was quite happy there and yeah i didn't really like yeah i just threw myself into music and yeah went and interviewed bands and shit
0: i have a question yes <laughs> so you said was it yesterday you said to me that you ha- did you hang out with ian watkins
1: <laughs> yeah uh-huh yeah there we go that's the thing one of my friends put them on and like promoted a show of theirs and last profit yeah i really liked the band at yeah. the time so
0: yeah so how was uh ian just he was just a you
1: know just a band dude like the yeah. band dudes always fancy the like younger not that young but like teenage well, like well... people yeah i mean I, i'm not i can't say oh yeah i totally knew but i didn't like he, he was just a band guy he was just a band guy that wanted to you know play bands and meet like teen fangirls and you know that kind of thing so
0: when you met him there was no like uh, what no I think the real question is when you found out that he was a massive
1: yeah
0: it was fucking weird pedophile Yeah.
1: (laughs) yeah yeah that
0: were you like Weirded out by that yeah, you know? Fuck
1: yeah too, So yeah. yeah I don't think you can Find out about that And not be weirded out no. I didn't know him Like I'd met him A couple of times And I met the band A couple of times And it's like Like I was saying yesterday It's the band that I feel Really feel sorry for I've, I've, oh, to yeah. say After the victim Clearly oh, But yeah. like But yeah He um, Yeah He was just a He was just a dude That I met backstage And you know
0: You found that creepy That you, you could have met Because I I think I always Pride myself In thinking that Oh if I met someone Who was You know, like a really bad person. Like if you meet like a murderer, if you meet a pedophile, if you meet, you would know. Yeah, does it creep you out that you? didn't know like you could be meeting so many people
1: but that's yeah but that's I mean if if everybody knew that they were meeting murderers and pedophiles and stuff then it wouldn't happen would it like people would be in jail and like none (laughs) of this shit would happen like you can't you never know do you people are really good at hiding that kind of thing and I don't know like I don't know how you would be able to tell and also it gets really fucked up doesn't it when you have like a feeling about somebody like that's not that's not provable like, you've got a weird feeling about someone, then yeah, you should listen to your gut instinct, but that doesn't mean that they are what you think they are.
0: Yeah, because you never know if if the feeling you get about someone is because, you know, they might remind you of someone else who yeah. was a dickhead, or, you know, it, it could sure. be something in your head. But it's, it's such a dangerous game when you start doubting yourself. Yeah. I read a book called oh, The Gift of Fear. Right, okay. You read that? Nope. No. It's basically about trusting your instincts. And there was like a story about a woman who, and I'm gonna probably not tell this completely right, a woman who uh, somehow there was a man who came into her apartment and uh, was like threatening her. Uh, I'm not sure if he did like he probably did some horrible things to her, but then he was threatening to kill her. But then he said, yeah, he said to her, "I'm I'm not gonna kill you. Don't worry, I'm not gonna kill you." Uh, and he was just going to go to the kitchen for some reason. He was like, I'm just going to go to the bathroom or to the kitchen. Mm-hmm. And then she she thought, he's going to kill me. And then she ran out and survived. And there was like, a psychologist who interviewed her about that. And he said, how did you know? And she was like, I just knew. He was like, yeah, but how did you know? And she was like, I don't know. I just knew. And then he said, talk me through what happened. And before he'd gone to the kitchen, he'd closed the window. So that was like in her subconscious, she'd gone, oh, that's because he doesn't want anyone to hear the sound. Fuck. So it's like sometimes, you know, your subconscious will pick up on some things yeah. that you won't necessarily know is... is sure. So there's a the thing about listening to your instincts.
1: Yeah, I totally, I totally believe that, but I don't know how there's an, an, an instinctual way of like a 15, 16-year-old oh, no. teenager like talking to a band member and thinking, oh, this guy's impossibly <laughs> fucked up. <laughs> to me, it was just a cool dude in a band that I liked
0: yeah Jesus so there you go that's that <laughs> and now he's in prison and now
1: he's in prison for the rest of his and many other people's lives thank you yes. for, for that
0: wow I thought that was really interesting about you
1: yeah that's yeah great I feel like there's more interesting things about me really I've got say, yeah a famous pedophile yeah. have you
0: other famous pedophiles no okay. well, I don't think so well thank you for being at no. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for coming. This is it. No, uh, oh uh, my God. you. I want to go back to the clothes thing. Yeah, sure. That's the thing that really fills me with anxiety. Is that I don't know how to dress myself. Like I basically dress like in the things that I can f- fit myself into. <laughs> yep. Okay. Cool. But you, you, you had a blog, and that was one of the first things I found out about you when we met, uh, which I so fucking loved. Uh, tell me about the blog it's not Thank alive you. anymore is it <laughs> it's not alive no it's I mean it's still there I still pay
1: for the hosting <laughs> but like I um I don't know I started writing the blog when I was like I just discovered it, it was called the sizist um American spelling mm, <laughs> s-i-z-i-s-t.com um and it's uh, I started it when I was just coming to being fat and wanting to wear nice clothes like I was stop. I was just on my the beginning of my journey on uh, like not hating myself for being fat and um and yeah I just thought fuck it I'll start it I liked other fat blogs that I'd read and then as I started writing it more and more I realized I'm not going to be able to do this without pissing people off um like pissing like retailers off and stuff yeah and and I and I was like right that's fine that's just how it'll be yeah um and then i just uh, yeah i just kind of stopped
0: what was the blog tell people
1: so okay so the blog was just basically about how how i was just start i was just starting out on so the the premise of it was that i wanted people to be able to find clothes that fit them like the straight sized clothing wasn't catering for everybody so it wasn't specifically to do with fatness but that's what that was my experience yeah, so, yeah but I was talking about like bras because it because it's literally impossible for me to find a non full cup non Marks and Spencers 70 year old woman bra yeah. that's not to say anything <laughs> negative about 70 year old women you go <laughs> ahead and have bras. a bra all their bras no everyone deserves a bra but there's a very specific yeah. type of bra you know yeah. what I'm talking the
0: about they're sexy
1: yeah they're never sexy they're like yeah. you know people people will say oh look this but this range this bra range goes up to like a double f or whatever and i'm like yeah it's not yeah. gonna do my back size it's yeah. it, no it won't yeah. it's no oh 38 great great we're a good few <laughs> sizes off there and then the second that you were uh, you know you filter down in the search results it's like oh look there's you know 40 bras available for me oh yeah. they're all the same flesh colored yeah. like oh. massive huge bras i've just come yeah. to love a nice retro shaped bra anyway
0: what's a retro shaped
1: like it's i wear the i wear the triumph doreen right seriously okay. if you look at it online it's like it's not a particularly attractive bra to look at okay. but it's not wired and it's fucking great it's like the most comfortable thing in the world
0: oh amazing i found so good. i found a bra in, in max and spencer's that i could wear i think that was the only one they had in my because yeah. my like the combination of my uh, what do you call that like the band
1: size yeah the
0: band size and the cup size I think both they'll have both but not the combination of yes this.
1: yeah yeah totally totally like for and, yeah, my size
0: yeah. I think I should have bigger boobs I think for right. my back size yeah. I don't know like in terms of their bra size yeah. yeah that would be easier for me I
1: mean to be honest it gets it gets past a 40 and you're lucky to find like yeah. anything unless yeah anyway so that I was bought, I bought eight Yeah, fuck yeah! yeah. Because when you find something that fits you, you're like let's have it all.
0: Yeah,
1: and that's what that's what I was going through at the time was I was finding clothes finally not on the high street, but there was like two catalogues I could shop from, and I was like, finally they do clothes in my size. A lot of it's gross, but whatever. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, so I went to Evans one time and Mm -hmm. I tried on all their awful skirts, which is (laughs) all of their skirts, (laughs) And, and like I took a whole bunch of photographs in the changing room, which. Like, I've never been more scared to put any photographs online. Wow. I like But I was like, you know what? Fuck it. They want me to wear this every day. This, like, weird calf length, hanky hem, like, animal oh. print, <laughs> elasticated skirt. I'm going to fucking show them what it looks like on yeah. someone with the size that they think should be buying it. Like, so I took photographs of it and I was just like, this isn't happening, but this is what's available for me to buy on the high street. And yeah, and I just, you know, I was just finding my way and wanting to express myself. But the first uh, the first blog that I did or the second blog that I did, um, I don't know who this was, but it will have been a friend of a friend or something who saw me post it on Facebook, put a comment. You can still see it, actually. It's still up there. Oh. Um, I had a lot of this. One of, one of my friends even posted something similar, but less shitty. And this person, Polly, her name is Polly something, I don't know who she is, <laughs> but her name was stuck in my head. And it was just like... You know if you lose weight you'll be able to fit into more stuff that's oh, just it and really? you can't oh, that's like,
0: such a nice piece of advice I know, you, right? did, and before this did you know that
1: <laughs> it was it <laughs> was, was like a revelation it? to me i just thought you know what finally wow. someone's been able to tell me the truth
0: but how how do i <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh it was oh just
0: my God. extra broccoli on my pizza i mean I yeah. don't know, it? That's well,
1: amazing. if you're already doing that then i don't know what else you're supposed to do like <laughs> what
0: but, oh, God, people are
1: so, I mean... Ah, uh, they are dicks. So I told her uh, to take a running fuck at a passing bus. Nice. And she <laughs> and Poetic. she was like, oh, my God, I can't believe you just told me to commit suicide. Like, she was properly, like, <laughs> she was being a bad And then she was all like, you know what? If you're going to write this blog, no one is going to give you any sponsorships if you talk to your readers like that. I'm like, I don't care. You're not my reader. Yeah, firstly, you don't you're give a my shit my about this blog. And secondly, I don't want people to pay me money to tell everyone that their clothing is awesome if it's not awesome like no, and i'm and not gonna would, do that what
0: you would, in theory is so you're so wrong because in theory if if the the brands we know that do make awesome clothes for fat people yeah. would be like ooh. but then maybe show them our clothes which is really awesome instead of showing them the shit clothes that would no. make all this she, yeah oh God, i mean it was some nonsense. people, some people.
1: They're, they're but i really balance. loved
0: it i loved it because there is a point because even when you shop online like plus size brands the models who model the clothes are like a size 16 like an 18 max and you kind of go yeah I don't look like that no it's really oh my god I'm going to look so awesome in that dress and you buy it and you're like oh I have a stomach yeah
1: totally this is the thing like when I first started buying I found websites that I could finally buy clothes from and I was so overjoyed about it that I mean I ended up I spent so much money I spent uh, a whole bunch of money that I didn't have Mm. on it and And I was just like, I'm buying clothes, I'm buying clothes. And I would do that. I would find a website and I'd be like, oh, they make this amazing wiggle dress. And I wasn't ready to embrace my stomach at that point. So Mm. I was all about hiding it. Mm. And some days I'm still all about hiding it. Some Mm. days I'm like, I can wear this amazing tiki print wiggle dress that I have. It's awesome. But a lot of the time I can't so yeah. I would buy stuff and then I'd be like I'm gonna wear it and look like the models yeah. so they, there's a lot of people but to be fair to people uh, there's a few of the small, smaller independent designers now who are using like a different range of fat bodies to model yeah, their clothing yeah, yeah, yeah. which is great and yeah. um and that's I'm all, all for that
0: my this is why I'll never be a fat uh, fashion blogger my laziness and impatience overshadows uh, my need for looking amazing in clothes, which means I will only shop at ASOS because oh, okay. I can get next day delivery. Oh Because if I go to like Simply B, it takes them like five days. And I, by then I, you know, simply B does knows I'll be in five days.
1: <laughs> simply B totally does next day delivery.
0: Uh, yeah, but it's, uh, I don't trust it. No, okay, okay it. fair enough. I don't think they enough. do, do they? They totally do. Oh yeah, sequins! I just wrote down on like a note, sequins. Sequins. Whereas I love sequins so much.
1: I'm a big fan of sequins. Um, I, it's only like it's only recently that I, I found I found a designer um, called uh, like a website called Isolated Heroes, a label I should say called Isolated Heroes. And you know when you're looking at um, at a clothing line, and they are like beautiful, bespoke kind of couture-y looking stuff, and you think, oh well, I'm never going to wear that. Mm. <laughs> I found this uh, and I kind of clicked down through the sizes and I was like, oh, just have a look. Just have a look to see how hilarious their sizing is. (laughs) Is it extra small, small, medium maybe? (laughs) No, they went all the way up to a 24. 22, 24, 24. And I was like, fuck yes buying everything like I've got this sequin biker jacket that I can't like I'm trying to wear as a daily outfit thing but I can't pull it off every day but yeah I'm trying to do that so yeah I've got a bunch of sequin clothing now Wow, because they make it this is the thing you get so excited about finding beautiful clothes and as a fat person we've been trying like people have been trying to say well, firstly, we were told nah, we're not making any clothes for you, sorry. Uh, then it was okay. We'll make some clothes for you, but if you could put clothes in inverted commas and kind yeah. of you know just tents, uh,
0: we'll make tents for you. Yeah,
1: we'll make like this giant floral, possibly if you're lucky, okay. a sack that you can wear. <laughs> um, and then and then you would get like oh well, it's cost so much money to make more uh, to make fat people clothing because there's more material, which there is, you know. So here's some clothing, but it's fucking expensive. And now we're getting into it so that, you know, more people are making clothing that's affordable. But, you know, it, a lot of it's bespoke wear, like stuff that people, like a person or two people make from scratch. Mm. And you kind of have to pay yeah. that, don't yeah. you? And it's it's really, ex- it's really exclusive. Like if yeah. you can't afford to buy, you know, the $170 handmade dress thing mm. that you love, then you're not going to go there, are you? You're just going to end yeah. up going to... Yeah. Evans or Simply Be or whatever, and w- put w- it on what they have. I
0: went to. I had to get like an emergency last-minute <laughs> f- photo taken, which sounds ridiculous. It was like for, <laughs> I needed for a poster for a show, and I had like one date, so I had to go to this Danish photographer's house in Denmark, and uh, so he asked me to go to his daughter's room to get dressed, and she had like she, like i didn't look through stuff like her clothes was just hanging out there right. so it wasn't like i wasn't that creepy <laughs> I was rooting through her things <laughs> but i just saw like her clothes rag and it had like uh, one pair of black jeans and then two small black tops and then uh, a black uh, sweater and a white shirt and I was, huh. that's all the clothes you have and it yep. was like obviously like extremely expensive stuff and i was like oh god <laughs> yeah, because when you
1: when you're I'm assuming she was slimmer. Oh, yeah. Like, oh, yeah when you're slimmer, you can wear, like, you can yeah. do that whole kind of... I think anyone can do that kind of, like, effortless, elegant, kind of sim- super simple yeah. look. But because we've not... Because fat people haven't had the... Don't have the opportunity or haven't previously had the opportunity to be like, what is your style? Yeah. You know, you don't think... You don't... As a fat person, you don't think, what do I want to wear? You think, what what can I buy that yeah. will fit me? Yeah, what's available? So, yeah, so you don't get the opportunity to be like, oh, am I like a super capsule wardrobe person? Do I want to do? <laughs> do I want to do that? And you know, like, it, you just buy the stuff that fits and yeah. hope that it it doesn't make yeah. you feel ill to wear, <laughs> like you know. So yeah, I'm all for like more power to people for doing like capsule wardrobe, super slimline, elegant. Shit. I'm just like,
0: jealous. I know that's a really bad thing. You could do you. it though. You could do that,
1: like if yeah, you, I get, yeah, I get in
0: th- well, I get in theory, I'm my. I mean, I can't... I don't know if that's a fat thing or if that's a... I sweat a lot thing, but I can't wear things two days in a row. It's I sweat too much. No,
1: sure, but you I mean, you would obviously have to buy like a bunch of t-shirts. If you decided you were only so, going yeah, um, to
0: wear... You could tell that this girl was like wearing her jeans like five days in a row, and then one black top five days in a row. Well, I
1: mean, that, that's pretty grim regardless of your size, really, maybe isn't it? Maybe she was it? just like, doing
0: the washing, maybe.
1: Yeah, maybe <laughs> she was just washing stuff.
0: I have a question. It's not a question. Yes. It's more a statement. And then uh, you're going to react to that. Okay. We slept with the same guy. Uh,
1: yeah. <laughs> yes, we have. <laughs> um, I'm s- more surprised that it's more. It's only one guy. Oh, that's... Ma-
0: Is it only one? I think gone so. gone
1: through them? <laughs> I d- well, yeah, no, I'm pretty sure it is yeah, only one. Yeah, I
0: think so. Do you but you, I do think you if have... we
1: lived in the same city, we would have Yeah. There.
0: Do you have others I can...
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, i
0: I love it it, so i think i think it's so so fun
1: it is no it's great and you know what's really good about it is that neither of us cares oh yeah i'm just i'm i'm really kind of trying to do the whole non-monogamy thing Mm -hmm. i was trying to do it last year and then um at the beginning of this year i met somebody and i kind of thought oh you know what maybe i'll just be monogamous with him Mm. and uh, he shat all over me so now I'm like no I was right to start off with you don't get everything that you need off one person I don't just have one friend so yeah. you know why would I and I'm, that's when I'm most happy is when I've got a number of different people that I can go to if I want to hang out or have sex or whatever and then you know the rest of my life is mine I do a shitload of stuff I run like two comedy nights and a choir and like you know I don't really have time for one person that needs my undivided attention so
0: yeah or it it would take a f- shitload of like he would have to be
1: yeah well you this, know this is what i you thought this wanna, person was you know. so. yeah i know so i don't think that there i don't think that there is or like maybe i made the decision too quickly or whatever but yeah this is why i'm so like i'm totally chilled about the fact that we've like the same dude i'm probably <laughs> in the future will continue to do that because like yeah you know are you done now
0: i might too oh, okay yeah. i don't know is that okay
1: yeah, yeah I don't care. That's fine. As long as you're all right with it. Oh,
0: yeah, yeah. Well, that, that was also my main.
1: Uh, <laughs> we should totally compare notes. <laughs> and he doesn't know who he is. No, he definitely knows oh, he who knows he is. He is.
0: You won't, you won't listen to this.
1: <laughs> no, he won't.
0: <laughs> won't. Uh, I, I really love that. I love that it's, you know, like thinking back to being like a teenager when it was like my friend looked at the boy. <laughs> that I sometimes brush against <laughs> in the queue in the cafeteria <laughs> this is but that's like imagine though if you were
1: if this was if we were well, like 16 or whatever and we still felt the same way like yeah. how great would that be just to be like it, nobody is anyone's property you know and you don't yeah. like you don't steal somebody from somebody else
0: I'm, I'm really bad at like there are some <laughs> there are some guys where like I will have like ended it with them that we'd we'd never get to like a relationship point but I would have been like yeah no it's not going to turn into anything and I'm just like and then I feel really relieved like thank god we're not together anymore (sighs) And then, like, some girl <laughs> posts on his Facebook, and I'm like, who's the bitch? <laughs> what the fuck? And then I had to stop myself and go, no, 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 no. There are all sorts of reasons why this is not okay.
1: <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, exactly. And also, like, you, do, you don't own people, do you? So is that uh, that's a really tough thing oh, to... do
0: I? <laughs> I mean... No. What is ownership really? <laughs> if ownership is, it's up to me whether or not he can sleep with other people. Then, yeah, <laughs> then, I think I do own him.
1: Yeah, that's a very good point. <laughs> I had not considered that.
0: I, I'm aware of my irrationality. <laughs> you, you told me that you did. Uh, I, f- I feel so guilty because you you wrote a, you wrote a uh, an article that isn't out yet about how to break up with someone. Yes. And you told me that after I told you how I broke up with someone. <laughs> I feel like I haven't followed your rules.
1: <laughs> you definitely, not, you definitely, oh God. definitely. That's What's a new word rules? that I've made. What are the rules? Okay, so based, well, I'll give a little pricey of it so people um, still want to read the article. <laughs> but um, <laughs> it's do it face to face. Actually, no, let's rewind. I do it in a timeline in the uh, article. So let's do that. Um Make sure that you actually want to break up with them.
0: Good. Really good. That's <laughs> like, a really good... Don't spontaneously... <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah, don't just decide. Like, actually have... Like, sit down and have a think about why you want to do it. Like...
0: Yeah.
1: And when you, when you think about why you want to do it, if it's... If those reasons are based on events, then think about what the causes and what the effects of those events are. Because there's nothing worse than going into a discussion, especially a breakup, and saying, I want to break up with you because you did this thing. Ugh. Like... I wanna yeah. break up with you because you um, Fucked I, my mother. Yeah, because you had sex with my mum. Yeah. Like the reasons behind that are yeah. I'm breaking up with you because I don't trust you anymore and I'm mm. severely freaked out, not because you broke up with my mum. Like that is the yeah, reason. Yeah, yeah. But the the effects of that thing ah. are that you there's no trust anymore. Yes. So when you go into the conversation, if you're doing if you're presenting them with your feelings and the effects of what they've done—it's so much yeah. better than saying, "Well, you did this, and you do that, and you never wash the dishes, and you blah blah blah." Like, yeah. Like, but what?
0: What if it's like? What if the truth is really painful? What if it's just, "I don't love you anymore." What? That's no. That well, that's always what, the what truth, you though, isn't it? Be told no. Fuck no! You'd, Fuck you don't no! Don't do the dishes, you could be like, "What a dickhead!" No, you're because obsessed with dishes. But then, at that
1: point, then the worst thing happens is that, well, I'll, you know, they'll they'll say, "Oh, well, then I'll try, I'll try harder," blah blah blah. Oh. You know, and if one person yeah. wants to break up and the other one doesn't, then oh. they're going to try and do whatever they can oh, to get. Right. So, okay. I, I think it's always best to be super, to be honest, but to be kind about it. Yeah. So, if you don't love someone anymore, you don't have to say, "I don't love you anymore." Oh. Then what? you can say I don't, I don't I think things have changed and I, I don't love feel... not you more than I love you <laughs> I love the I it's not that I don't <laughs> love you it's just that I love the idea of you not being there
0: that's <laughs> I love what I love. thought you were <laughs> yeah.
1: well uh, but that's fucking true though isn't yeah. it a lot of the time like you get into a relationship with somebody and you're super excited about them and that's why people stay in relationships for too long is because yeah. they think that that person is somebody they aren't uh, they're not oh crap was that English that oh, was
0: I, I'm not I'm the wrong person to ask
1: Yeah, but things. this isn't your first language this is all I've got I don't have any other languages <laughs> but yeah so yeah I feel like you okay, just so gotta be honest to be and shame, to you
0: need to be honest
1: Yeah do it in person no fucking meeting up in public how many times have I had a conversation with a guy being like oh yeah I've got a break up with Amy or Joe or whatever um, uh, well, oh yeah wow how's that gonna go um, yeah we're just going out for a drink oh, no, 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 no. Fuck, fuck that fuck oh, you fuck
0: unless that unless it's like on a bench somewhere I think I've been broken up with on a bench Am <laughs> I? Mean- I? i feel like there's something about a bench
1: did you like put a little plaque there this this bench sits here in memory of the relationship between sophie and magnus
0: well (laughs) Well, that was a toilet and that was through a friend uh i broke up with i'm trying to think of i broke up with someone uh but that was because I. okay so i've been this i was 16 yeah so it's two years after magnus (laughs) okay i had lost my virginity i'd kissed a boy yeah so i was an adult and then I had a boy- I really didn't like my boyfriend I was just with him because I felt really bad I felt really bad that he liked me and excellent I like, oh, reasons okay, I guess I gotta be with you otherwise you'll be sad and then I was just trying to hide from him <laughs> so I would, like, after school I'd just be like ah he's there run and, like, and, then, and then he would keep following me <laughs> I mean, which makes him sound, he's not a bad guy. That's no, no. what you would do, isn't
1: it? <laughs> yeah, if your girlfriend was running
0: away from you. yeah,
1: You'd be like, hey, why are you running away from me? Yeah,
0: so I would be like in the middle of the street, just going, I can't do this anymore. <laughs> oh, Leave God. me alone. Is that okay? Is that following the rules? I mean, it's no. Face to face? It was face to face. It is, is to face to face. most of my
1: breaks. Yep. Yep. So yeah, let's focus on the positives there of that. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, like, obviously, I'm not, I'm not saying that I've broken up with people perfectly <gasps> every single time. That's the worst one. Um, I can't remember. Of course you can't remember. Um, I bet he remembers. Yeah, I, it, I bet he does. Um, okay. I'm not going to use his name, but it was, it was really difficult. Like, he had a lot of mental health problems and he was, um, he was like so the loveliest. He was just the fucking loveliest human and really like kind and sweet and supportive and generous and beautiful like phenomenally attractive but a lot like messed up in a lot of ways
0: yeah
1: and i like i can't i'm a sociable outgoing person now and i and he just wouldn't be able to talk to people unless he knew them really well and yeah. was in a particular one-on-one or two-on-one situation like he if we were out and about like things it's just what it wasn't working and yeah. i had um I had interest in another person mm. um, and so yeah I broke up with him and it, that was face to face although I, he came around to my house now normally I would go to him uh. but he lived with his parents so that Ooh. probably wasn't the greatest option so yeah my next thing is that you go to them like the breakup uh, goes to the breakupee, then you can leave if things get awkward then, then you can leave when things get awkward well yeah when things well. get awkward Yeah,
0: my best breakup was well my first like proper boyfriend <laughs> <laughs> like the one that succeeded <laughs> uh, we got it for three years but then after six months I was like I'm not in love with this guy anymore I was mm. 18 I was like oh this didn't work out I'm not into him anymore so I like, went to his house yeah, good, to do it face job, to face yeah. yeah, to tell him the truth uh-huh. which was I'm not in love with you anymore yeah. and he was cr- started crying and he was crying and crying and crying so at the end I was like oh we could just take a break
1: oh lord No. then I thought
0: you know oh, over the week we'll, we'll, three days we'll take a break he can sleep with a bunch of people you know he'll you know he'll realize he's fine and I can sleep with a bunch of people I didn't even I didn't even want to sleep with other people I just wanted to not be with him uh, and I was so happy after that happened I was like oh my god a break and then on Monday I'm going to break up with him and then uh, I sat with my ex-boyfriend that weekend which wasn't amazing no. it was kind of I mean it was sexually amazing not mentally amazing
1: right mm, <laughs> You <laughs> so had amazing like, sex at eighteen. Tw-
0: oh god, I was so. Oh yeah, but then uh, he he had misunderstood, and he's he. It was basically Ross and Rachel.
1: Oh, I was like, shit. we were on a break, oh, and he was like, that no. doesn't
0: mean you can sleep with your ex. And I was like, oh, it didn't
1: it. <laughs>
0: and then shit. I felt so bad that we were together for two and a half years. But after that after that oh mate but and then I tried to break up them when we were in London on vacation <laughs> three oh. days in because I felt sexy oh. I just I just found like a shop that sold uh, plus size clothes so I was like holy shit so I bought this red dress Amazing. and I was I, I remember just getting so much attention because yeah. you know I felt confident what the confidence and yeah. I was invited a, a man stopped me by our hotel and said this like big guy and like a, a, a what do you call it um, bodyguard oh yeah uh-huh. type guy and he said uh <laughs> He said, Eamon, do you remember Eamon? Fuck you, you hoe, oh, don't God. want you back. Oh,
1: Jesus, yeah.
0: Eamon uh, wants to invite you to his after party.
1: What the fuck? And I was
0: like, oh my God, hey, honey, do you want to go to Eamon's after party? And then the bodyguard said, no, just you. <laughs> oh,
1: fuck.
0: And I was like, oh. uh, babe, I'm leaving you? No. But I, was, <laughs> I felt so confident. And I yeah. was like, I just want to be myself. And I, and I just broke up with him and I was so happy while I did it. And then he was crying and I was like, oh, we have seven <laughs> days left. Oh, shit but about like possibly not the so a year question. after that <laughs> I should never should, it was such a long relationship but I remember sitting in the c- couch with him and we'd had like a lot of fights that week and we were just sitting there and I just kind of went yeah do you think we should just maybe just break up and he was like yeah yeah I think so <laughs> and then we're like yeah well, it's, been, it's been good yeah yeah well, you know we'll still be friends that was a lie we'll still be friends and you know we like hugged and I took all my stuff with me and you know I walked me to the door and I was about to because he always walked me home and I was like are you gonna I was like oh no oh yeah of course you're not, <laughs> we not together anymore? <laughs> oh cool well big hug uh, see you later Take Yeah, care. it was so lovely yeah that's but really good two, two and a half years too late <laughs> yeah
1: yeah I mean yeah it's always it's always good when it works out like that like when everyone can be kind of when it's a mutual thing and yeah. that it's not someone's idea and the other person doesn't want it to happen
0: are there more rules face to face uh, at their place know the reasons be honest
1: yeah know the reasons be honest um answer their questions like give them opportunity to ask questions about it and then answer yeah. them um i don't like i'm you, there's totally a line to be drawn here like if someone is texting you constantly and being like oh why are you talk to me then i mean that's probably that's an issue yeah but if you if you talk to, if i'm a super big advocate of treating people like an adult mm. so if you have gone to someone and said listen these are the reasons i can't do it anymore and then and then that situation is ended and they're mm-hmm. constantly getting in touch with you and you're having to repeat yourself then you're well within your rights to be like we've yeah. gone over this yeah. and then not then you then you probably have to take steps to cut them out of your life but you yeah. can't cut somebody out of your life that you've previously been in love with or felt the need that you need to break up with them, you can't just cut them out without giving them reasons.
0: Yeah, that's true.
1: And you have to... Ghosting. Yeah, the whole ghosting thing is bullshit.
0: Which is when you just disappear.
1: Yeah, just disappearing is really gross. I mean, like, if you've been on one date with somebody and it didn't work, Mm. fine. But if you feel like you need to break up with somebody like if you're feeling bad about seeing someone that means that you need to break up with them not you need to never speak to them again and fucking bury your head under the sand about it because it's
0: my friend had that on a date she was on a date with a guy she went to use the bathroom she came back and he was gone Uh, holy shit holy shit shit.
1: fuck me holy shit like, like I totally understand that being on a date with somebody like that in that context if he's not having a nice time it must be weird yeah but like You should always, like, just why don't you have, like, a couple of stock phrases in your head that you could say, like, I'm sorry, this is, I'm finding this really uncomfortable, I need to leave. Like, it's still weird, but, like, at least you've said something and you haven't just fucked off. Yeah. Yeah, it's just very strange. I find that very weird.
0: You, you're very, um... Because when you said that you were, that you knew your blog was going to piss a lot of people off... I a bit of I me mean, was a bit surprised because you seemed to be not okay with that but you're the most okay with that person I know no I'm, to- I'm so okay with pissing
1: people off I'm totally fine with that but it was it was I don't know at that time I was researching other blogs and there was a lot of there were a lot of blogs that were like sponsored by people and reviewed clothing in inverted commas right, yeah. but it wasn't a review it was just they yeah. paid by a certain clothing company to do this yeah so and I wasn't, I wasn't about that. I was basically going to be slagging everyone off that made clothes for fat people. And yeah, I mean, I'm still up for doing it. I still like, I still think about writing stuff and it's ma- mostly it's lazy. Everyone's got a blog. <laughs> like everyone has a blog. don't know they, that they've it's written one. It's a
0: podcast. easier.
1: Well, <laughs> I want to do that actually. I want to do like an Agony Ant podcast thing, which I really want to do.
0: But yeah. Help so help people with their problems. Yeah. Ooh.
1: Fingers crossed! I will get around to doing that.
0: You're very good at helping people with problems. Oh, you good at helping me with problems?
1: <laughs> <laughs> I like to think that I am. So yeah, I'm gonna try. I'm gonna try and start up one of them. But yeah, that's
0: really cool. Uh, and you sing.
1: I do. Wow. Yeah, I help run a choir. She choir. That's called. like
0: my main thing. Like that's if I could sing.
1: Can you do, not sing? Do you
0: have no? God no. Do you have little? Do you have like secret fantasies that like daydreams, where. Y- where you like, I don't know how normal this is. Like, I'll have little scenarios in my head. Like, if I have, if I hear a song in, on my headphones uh, by a woman, I'll like imagine. <laughs> this is so embarrassing. That I don't think it is. Like I'm at. So here's the scenario. Yeah. <laughs> it's uh, it's for some reason we're like 20 comedians. Right. We've all gone to like a karaoke bar, <laughs> but like not just yeah. any karaoke bar. This is like you know. Like a really, good, a really one. good one, yeah. And people aren't drunk at all, and we're like <laughs> sitting in the corner, just minding our own business. And like some of the comedians, who can sing really well. I have like gone up and sung some songs, and yeah. you know, I'm very gracefully just applauding being like, Well done, well done, Richard Harris. You're so good, but then. One of the people, someone is like, Sophie, you should sing. And I'm like, no, no, no. And everyone around the table are like, haha, Sophie's singing. That's
1: ridiculous.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but then.
1: then oh my like, like, God, oh, I did God. not see this coming.
0: Oh, okay, I'll, I'll just do a quick little, song. oh God, this is so embarrassing. I don't want to. oh And then you go up on stage. And I'm like, okay, I'm just going to do this. I don't know. um uh, uh, And I'm telling you, I'm not going. I was I
1: just literally yeah, just I thinking <laughs> that in my head. I was like, but she's doing I'm not going. But she's doing it. <laughs>
0: And, you know, I start really slowly and then I maybe fuck up a few notes. So they're like, oh, this is embarrassing for Sophie. And like one of them starts filming to like make fun of me and then. <laughs> Pow. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> and everyone falls in love with me. And it's amazing. <laughs> Perfect. And then afterwards I go back to being like, oh, God, oh, that was so embarrassing. Oh God. And then everyone loves me. And I <laughs> that's my favorite fantasy. Okay, yeah. Fair enough. Do you have any of those? Please, please do.
1: I mean, yeah, obviously everyone has that. Really? Kind of, Are yeah, you sure? of course. Of course.
0: What's yeah yours? totally
1: I have, like, I have worse than that by the way I mean I like no, I, I, there's no I don't really have the scenario <laughs> <You> <laughs> surrounding the that <laughs> but <laughs> no, I don't have the backstory. But but um, <laughs> but yeah like I will imagine myself or what I'm doing the dishes or whatever I'll fucking belt out a song or in the shower or like I sing basically all over the place like and yeah so yeah I'll imagine myself on stage doing it or whatever and like do
0: you not have a backstory? no would you prefer like don't, don't tend to you have a back imagine story? Imagining Nish Kumar standing and clapping while crying, wouldn't that give this story like a better? <laughs> but Nish does that when we talk that's normally, true, he's so very, he's very easily <laughs> en- enthused. So that's a word. Ah,
1: love you, Nish. Um, <laughs> so yeah, no, I, I like, but I, it's one of the biggest like biggest bits of my life, and I love it. So um, so yeah. Do you do speeches?
0: Yeah. Speeches. Thank you, speeches.
1: Like after the gigs Oscar, and stuff.
0: No, no, no. Oscar acceptance speeches.
1: Um, no.
0: Really, sorry. Nobel Prize you, speeches. Yes,
1: Nobel Prize for <laughs> talk
0: show interviews. So, yeah, I, I did. used to do talk show interviews when I was. A child.
1: And I used to do them a lot when I was younger. Yeah, yeah, yeah for sure. I think everyone does that when I they can't believe they're
0: I did as a child. It's well, a well
1: I mean, yeah,
0: okay. <laughs> do we still do it? Do you still do it a bit?
1: I'm. So, I, I want to say that I do, but I don't. I haven't really? done it for a really long time. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. But oh, I'm, I'm super here for your experience. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, I, do, I mean I don't. But that's because i'm too busy like singing shit and.
0: oh right playing but you could Pokemon do both go. you could be on a, on a on a talk show and then you have to sing afterwards
1: that's the thing that happens isn't it awesome <laughs> uh, i assume that's what this was i've got i've prepared a piece of music oh, yeah. oh, to sing you know i really didn't like that film i, wa- I wanted to like I it. i don't lot, think i've ever but, seen the film mm, i just heard the
0: song a yeah. lot a lot
1: I really wanted to like it but I, like I couldn't and we were watching it with choir like we have a film night sometimes
0: what is the film it's a uh, 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 what's it called
1: Stream Girls Dream? Stream Girls Dream you Girls wish.
0: you wish you're I, such a nerd I started out <laughs> I started out
1: saying Showgirls. it's definitely not Showgirls. Dream Girls Dream Girls yes yeah.
0: Oh, it's, have you seen the like, it's not from the film I think it's from the musical what's her name Jen... Jennifer Hudson no uh,
1: because I love her I think no.
0: it's the first one like the really old one, maybe the 80s or 70s. Oh, it's a okay. YouTube clip where yeah. it's just... I, I so wish I remembered her name. It might be Jennifer. You're not Jennifer.
1: talking about Diana Ross, are you?
0: No. Okay. Holiday?
1: Billy Holiday? No, it's not really...
0: <laughs> Never mind. It's just... Oh, she's so good. It's such an amazing... I was just really want to be able to sing, but I, I remember having one of these fantasies one day where I was like and I was just thinking why am I what is it that I'm imagining what is it that I really want from this yeah like what do I want I want like my friends to think I'm amazing I want you know I want to be on stage I want to blow people away and I was like if I just worked a bit hard I
1: could do that with comedy (laughs) I was going to say there's a lot of parallels here (laughs) between the comedy and the singing
0: but having said that
1: so many people who I talk to about quiet will either say oh I'd love to join but I don't have time that's one of them or um, I can't sing Mm. and very rarely do the people who say they can't sing actually not be able to sing. Like, super, super rare. Like, that
0: sounds like a challenge.
1: On, like on, Honestly, like, you might not think that you've got, like, an amazing quality to your voice or whatever, but if you can hold a tune...
0: How, that's how do you know if you can hold a tune? What's holding a tune?
1: Well, when just you... Just, like, the,
0: saying the same sound again and again?
1: No, singing, singing a soul with it, with the right tune.
0: Oh, just singing what you're meant to be singing.
1: Yes, that's being able to sing. Like you go you don't. No one's.
0: I, can I sing? Go ahead. I'm telling you. Yeah. I'm not going. Yeah, there you go. Can that one. I feel yeah. like a lot of people are are disagreeing with you right now. Yeah,
1: but the, all the. <laughs> All of the note intervals were basically you're there. the best, but that's not singing. That- no, right, no. But when you're when you're mm. talking about singing in a choir, like you learn how to sing, don't you? Like if someone is totally and completely incapable of getting the notes right, if they're going down where they should be going up, like that's harder to sort out. And okay. I would say possibly you're impossible. Just
0: twisting the words, you? I'm
1: not. I'm you know absolutely not. Mean
0: when they say they can't sing, I no. mean
1: well. Uh, yeah but no one ever (laughs) qualifies it like that they're like I can't sing and then Uh, in my head I'm like oh right totally but you know what you are you know what you
0: are you are a prick Vero, Vero Moda saying, "Oh, this is a one size fits all poncho."
1: Don't you dare call me Vero Moda.
0: <laughs> but that's what you are. You're like everyone can wear this. And You're like, yeah, but it's a poncho. <laughs> yeah, it's but a fabric, a piece of fabric with a hole in it. But you
1: like the difference between wearing a one size fits all in a very common thing and singing in a choir is that you're with a whole bunch of other women. Like you're singing songs. There's lots of like camaraderie. You're making beautiful music that you've arranged yourself. It's not
0: I mean, I've never had a fantasy where there were other people on stage. No, things.
1: sure. I mean, this. Is oh,
0: that's a lie. Duets.
1: Yeah. Oh, okay. Where you blow the other person off the stage? No. Oh. No. No, okay. okay.
0: So there's one song. Uh, it's from Wicked.
1: Oh, oh God. Okay.
0: And it, oh, you're not into musical. There's, no, I like I like musicals. I don't
1: necessarily love Wicked that much.
0: No, I agree. But this is I don't really like the song either. But the reason why it's good for <laughs> fantasies okay. is that the woman is starting. And then she sings like I think like two verses or whatever, and then the man comes in, but he's he comes in with like a, a bit higher note.
1: Yeah, So heartily. it feels
0: like a like a um, uh, like a surprise. So she's like da da da, and he goes da da da, and you, it, it it suits so well the scenario of me right <laughs> being in a karaoke night. Nice. All my friends are there, and he's just crying. <laughs> And I'm doing this first bit thinking that I'm just going to be singing this song alone on yeah. stage because I'm fine with being alone <laughs> and then, and then so like Chris Hemsworth does he know, sing he's, he a I don't in this, I mean yeah, okay. everyone can sing
1: it's not based on yeah okay fine
0: <laughs> and Chris Hemsworth walks in Chris, no let's go with Chris Pratt for this one okay what are and the he's like, he like barges through the door he's you know taking the first plane from LA <laughs> he misses me so much because we met i mean this sounds unrealistic if you don't know the backstory yeah. oh, of so course we, yeah you know i was in la i was in la and we met like just like randomly yeah. uh, you know I, was, I had like a meeting with like nbc or something I mean, we which didn't turn into anything like it's not it's not no. completely unrealistic no. <laughs> but and the reason why me and chris pratt like got together was because um i just like saw him have a panic attack And then I was like holding him, and I was like, I don't know, I don't know you, but I know you need this right now. And then because I was the only, because all the other superficial Hollywood ladies, they don't know anything about anxiety, so I was the only one who does, and that's why he would choose to be with me. And you know, but I I, like, I was like interested because I was like, (laughs) I know you're like Chris Pratt, you can have anyone. Like I'm not gonna do this long distance just doesn't make sense what, uh, but he kept being like really neat need- like actually quite needy right. but to the extent where I was like on, Chris. you know yeah I was like saying to my friends you know I know he's Chris Pratt but now I only see him as like a person with a lot of flaws and I don't yeah. really know if I want to do this we've like, been texting a lot and it was quite nice having a few phone calls but I'm always a bit like distant from him and, yeah, but then he's what well, I basically said so, insinuated that he would have to really prove <laughs> It's love (laughs) by the means of singing a duet. And I was like, listen, I'm going to go to karaoke night tomorrow. Uh, I'm not going to be able to pick up my phone, okay? So he (laughs) knows... He knows that I'm there. so he cr- First plane. First plane from L.A. Oh, he yeah. doesn't, it's so expensive, last-minute plane. He gets on it anyways. He doesn't and care. He, he, it's Chris Pratt. And he, and he uh, just, I mean, goes to, uh, let's say, Edinburgh. And, uh, you know, and he, he's, like, running around the street asking everyone, What's "Where's Sophie the- Hagen? And they're like, here's a flyer. He's like, no, not the show. <laughs> and then you know, he shows up. And then I've just sung the first two lines. And then he barges up on stage and he sings the next male bit. And then yeah. we end in, like, this... You don't do backstories to you, your I uh, Yeah, I don't, do and I feel like
1: now I should, now I should, because then I'll have something to constantly compare my life to, and find that it's wanting always.
0: But they always end badly because it's real. It's still my brain going, yeah, but he'll, you know, then and once, then he leaves
1: me, yeah. Because
0: once once you open up to Chris Brad, Pratt, he's gonna, you know, he's not gonna be interested. in No,
1: totally. But, I mean, that's that's the know. vibe I get off Chris whenever I talk to him.
0: Yeah, and you don't want to be. Oh, you you fantasy slept with Chris Pratt as well. <laughs> That's two men. (laughs)
1: There we go. Let's put it on the little spreadsheet, the shared spreadsheet that we have with the grading, et cetera.
0: Oh, yeah. So what I want to ask you as um, like the final bit, as someone who is technically a human being. Yes. Living in this world. I do, yeah. uh, Which is in many ways awful.
1: (laughs) Yes, true.
0: How do you cope like say say you were talking to yourself as like a baby and you could uh like induce some kind of this is how you do life advice yep. into baby ross who i imagine would come out of your mother's vagina also wearing fancy uh, leopard glasses and having green hair and uh, <laughs> yeah, a totally. banging french
1: she uh, <laughs> she definitely did for right
0: sure. and you kind of she would be like i i don't really how do i do life life seems like this incredibly weird thing and and, and it seems so scary and there's so much stuff you have to live up to and so many expectations so many evil people so much how do how do i do human yeah what would you say
1: okay what would i say um i would say to stop giving a shit about what other people think of you Um, And, like, a lot of people say that, like, oh, I just don't care what other people think, and they use it as an excuse to be a dick, (laughs) but when you're getting told that what you, by society, or whatever, it's such a cliche, but when you're getting told by society that what you're doing isn't good enough or it's not the same, you should be the same as other people and you should conform and, like, you know, um, do what other people are doing, that's the thing that fucks people up, because then they're like, well, I can't do that, I don't fit into this box, and then they start feeling shitty about themselves some people go and shoot up a school other people just sit in their room and are sad about it there's loads of different ways of handling it but like the minute that you stop caring and you start believing that you're a valid person regardless of you know, what you decide to do for your career or what your body looks like or whatever so that that would be what I say, stop seeking validation in others and be okay with you
0: That's a strength thing isn't it? Like yeah. being able to not give a shit Yeah. When you when your brain fails to do that, we all have those days. Yeah, where for sure. What do you do? Like on those bad, like say bad days where, like, do you have a way of dealing with that side of it?
1: um yeah okay yeah i mean i'll talk to people about stuff so i've got like a few obviously everyone's got like friends they could talk to but there's a couple of people that i will i know i can bore shitless with my problems and they will be all right with that so that i'll you know if i'm I'm not be afraid to like take some time to do a bit of self-care i mean self-care is a big like big buzzword on tumblr at the moment but it's totally like it's Mm. totally true if you feel like you can't do what you need to that day and you just need to be sitting indoors and playing candy crush and watching some bullshit on netflix then mm. you can do that like that's okay like you don't feel like you have to you have to perform constantly yeah and we do that as fat people all the time there's always like this kind of performing the good fatty role like you don't have to do that like if you want to if you want to lose weight then you go ahead and do that that's fine if you want to i don't know if you don't want to wear a crop top that's also okay but Mm. it's okay if you do want to do that Mm. and you have to be all right with you've got to be right with that in yourself and not be seeking validation from other people because other people are dicks Mm. a lot of them aren't but a lot of people are dicks (laughs) you know they'll shout shit at you from cars and you have to be okay with the fact that they exist and you're you're making the decisions for you
0: yeah i I mean i tell that to chris pratt all the time. he has so much anxiety i'm sure he does well.
1: like you're the best thing that's ever happened to him
0: yeah but he's always like you're projecting you're <laughs> projecting your own anxiety onto me
1: chris you don't even know it's so sad you don't even understand yourself
0: <laughs> he just needs a hug he
1: just needs a hug <laughs> whereas
0: i'm i'm fine
1: you're you're okay you no know, you're totally fine I, i'm really glad that he's met you
0: i he is too
1: i look forward to too. singing at your wedding
0: Oh, you will. you will! It'll be very low key. You know, once I finally give in to him.
1: <laughs> I've all, all the
0: talk show interviews <laughs> we'll do together. Uh, I mean, I wish I knew the questions before. I do know the questions. <laughs> do you think he deserves you? I mean, people say he's not. He's just a celebrity, but to me, he's he's just Chris Pratt. He's you know? just a guy. He's just a normal guy with just lots of anxiety. <laughs>
1: I would so want you to meet him. Um,
0: no, I don't. It'll break, It'll ruin the fantasy.
1: <laughs> and I'm if, sure and if anything,
0: if if anyone should understand the concept of don't meet your heroes. Well, <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, you. <laughs> okay. Yeah. <sorry. laughs> thank you so much no worries Roz. thank you darling and to, to people listening thank you so much for listening if you wanna give this a 5 star rating on iTunes that would be amazing and uh, follow me on Twitter at Sophie Hagen Roz, where can people find you
1: um, they can find me on Twitter I'm at Scrabble underscore girl um, yes and I'm in She Choir which has got uh, Manchester London uh, Berlin and Melbourne branches now so Whoa. wherever you are in the world as long as it's in those three four places <laughs> you, can, you can join a sheet choir wherever you are in those five cities <laughs> yeah no we're an unauditioned free choir and, everyone yeah. can sing and everyone can sing. And um, go to and the sciences.com. I'm gonna stop posting it out.
0: Please on there. do, sciences.com yeah. and you run an amazing comedy night in Manchester. Yes, I fucking old, do. Uh, group therapy comedy which group is therapy the best comedy title ever.
1: Thank you. Uh, I didn't think of it. Michael thought of it, so thanks Michael. Oh. He's the other guy that I run the night with. And also Excess Malarkey. So yeah, that's all the stuff that I do.
0: Yay, thank you so much. That was Raz. I hope you enjoyed that. I I mean I forgot that I sang. I'm so I'm so sorry for singing. That is awful. Okay, so I want to uh, dedicate this next bit to um, <laughs> to uh, saying thank you to everyone who has uh, donated to the Patreon account, which is at patreon.com forward slash M-O-H-P-O-D. And we learned the last time that I cannot pronounce any names. Uh, but there's a thing where if you donate more than $5 per episode you get a shout-out, which I didn't think through because now I have to pronounce a bunch of names. I am just going to try it anyway. So I want to give a massive thank you to these legends. Oh, God. Zach Hilliker, Phil Vapilas, Victoria Greer, Joe C, Jen Parker, Rick Thompson, Jane Young, Michelle Lincoln, Russell Hughes, Danny Beckett, Fiona Richardson, Claire Lamb, Raquel... Rachel, probably just Rachel, Grace Sutter, Catpillar, Caterpillar, Harold Van Ditchk, Amy Couch, Eleanor, Emily Rose Delks, Helen Galliard, Sarah I Kisseth, Lizzie Palmer, Cherie Dunphy, Emily Glover, and Daniel Rifer Shade. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry this is the worst idea i've ever had i'm gonna keep doing it um please i mean bear with me i'm sorry if i've offended you (laughs) um thank you for donating it means the world to me it means that um my uh i had a a shitty computer and this helped i I couldn't edit it It would take me for um four hours to to edit just the the first bit of the podcast and now i've uh because of your help I've managed to to upgrade my system a bit and now I can do this within an hour which I mean helps so much so thank you so so much for donating if you want to know more go to the Facebook page please like the Facebook page it's called made of human podcast go on twitter find us at podmo p-o-d-m-o-h please give it a a five-star review on iTunes Uh, don't mention my lack of pronunciation skills um and I just want to give a massive thank you to uh, Bailey Leonard for my jingle and to Ross Bell, who you just had, who helped me fix up my logo, and to the Phoenix Artist Club and Peter Dunbar for letting me record episodes there. And uh, I'm going to be recording a few more in a few weeks. And uh, I got some brilliant, brilliant guests. So get very excited about that. Thank you so much for listening. Tell your friends and uh, God, breathe. I mean, that's, I think I'm just telling myself that now. I think I need to remember to breathe. So thank you so much for listening and I'm sorry for singing. Bye.